I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Oh, yes, Radiant Soul Lights. Hello. Oh, my God. Major multitasking right now as I am doing uh, pick a cards. Yeah. <laughs> So, I am very kind of spacey, just to let you know. I've been channeling, um, actually a lot of channeling for Patreon as well. Well, if you happen to be new to the channel, welcome. I'm Michelle, and you tuned in to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, to this amazing Awakenings community that we have. And if you're new, glad to have you here. And those of you that have been tried and true and been hanging out on the soul path for a while, I always love connecting with your energy and hearing you, with those of you that are able to call in. Love that as well. Hello in the chat. Got people in the chat. Yeah, the chat wasn't working last week. It's been kind of on and off wonky. I don't know if it's my, on my end, or BTR. I have a feeling BTR because I haven't changed anything in my... Um, on my side, on my computer. All right, gang. Uh, if you want to call in to listen, that's great. If you want to call in for questions, comments, or reading, the number is 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad. Really important to press 1 on the keypad so that you can get in the queue. All right, gang. I'm definitely open to questions today and readings and tuning in. I've been um, Sue. Hi, Sue, in the chat. Sue is in uh, the Patreon Soul Path community, and I've been. I've just posted. Got something else I'm going to be posting in another in a little bit um, with a meditation there for attunement and alignment. Um, I love feeling the cosmic or psychic energy the energy coming from you know the inner interwebs if you will or interwebs uh the woof and warp the weaving of the universe and there seems to be a lot of energy galvanizing right now it's the best way things are gaining a momentum in the direction of what a lot of people have been wanting to manifest visioning um, I'm seeing, in fact, in the reading that I started today, which is going to be all of soul messages, um, that'll be out tomorrow. Um, there seems to be some bigger, the, the big changes people have been wanting to make are really starting to come through now. Um, the turning points, the decisions, there's a lot of 
psychic soul support. I've talked about this on my Patreon about looking at the threes, that there's just a lot of synchronicities. And one of the things that's happened also is that for many people, you've been doing a lot of inner work. There's a lot going on internally or there's been a lot of shifting internally and actual change. And you're looking now where where is the resonance, enough of the resonance and vibrational match externally. So our external world many times it takes a while to to match what's going on internally with us you know the internal changes or intention or direction this is why sometimes when you're you know especially when you're manifesting when you're bringing something into reality whether drawing it in or uh, you know creating it um, however the manifestation is coming for you which simply means to be made visible to be made be able to be seen uh, it comes from the French world word oh, oh, an old uh, uh, French uh, to manifest so it literally means to make visible to make seen to make appear and I find that so powerfully metaphysically because so much of what we want is there etherically it's in us the 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 vibrational components right the vibrational the complex of frequencies and vibes right the resonance is there um sometimes we're even living it out in our dreams or other dimensions or other other parallel lives you know when we want to tap into that life we want that life we want that life on this dimension or we want parts of that life we can so feel it and so in many ways whether we're drawing in you know, like an attractor beam or we're creating something or a combination of the attraction and creation. Um, because in manifesting, there is a component of both attraction or drawing in, drawing to you, as well as the the grunt work, the labor, right? You've got to do the, you got to do the stuff. You've got to do the intending. You've got to do the thinking. You've got to do the, the inspiration, the inspired action. You have to have the consistency, there, that you've got to do the due diligence. There's a lot that needs to line up. But so if there is right now a, a disconnect or it's not exactly a vibrational match to what you need and want, I, I was getting this for so many, that something about your outer circumstances is not in alignment to what you really need and want at this time. It's no longer matching. Now, some of you, this is job. Some of you, this is career. Some of you, this is relationship. That there, there may need to be an up-leveling or a, a change in relationship or how you relate or your needs and wants are changing. You know, it always amazes me when I work with couples. Well, I on and off work with a lot of couples. Mostly I work with one part of the couple and then they tell the other person the information. But I do work with uh, with couples, and I, and I go through what's called the uh, I work by a book, the couple's journey, which has the beginning phase of projection. Right, we talk about it from um, a psychological and even a Jungian standpoint that we need projection. Otherwise, we wouldn't do anything. We all project, and we wouldn't get up in the morning if we didn't project something onto our experience or onto other people. You can call it wishing or hoping or whatever, but we do project out. That gets us to extend out, who relate. And so many people, two things, two facts that I learned in school was, one, 
that most people, when they get together with people and commit, get married or whatever, um, their needs are between age three and five. They're playing out those needs. And you can, you can so see that um, in most relationships. It is, you know, and then if you throw any narcissistic wounding or anywhere on the narcissistic or borderline spectrum, those needs were not gotten met in infancy, in, from infancy to about, we'd say five, but really three. A lot, a lot of researchers and therapists in this realm um, say it's those early childhood needs. And then what happens, so we get together with a projection, and then if you're lucky, six, eight months the projections come up. But I've worked with people that they were able to hide who they really are and their true needs for a year or two years, and then the mask comes off. And that's called the disappointment phase. After the, and that's when the true relationship starts. Once our masks fall off and the person says, hey, I thought you did this, or I thought you liked this, or I thought you wanted to do this, and they're like, well, no, I just did that for you. If we could be brave at that point in that disappointment phase or disillusionment phase, and then you move into the negotiation phase of, well, I really like this, I really like that. You know, I've worked with somebody that they were – well, they married them, actually, a professional cyclist, and they would get up at 4 and 5 in the morning and cycle, and they hated it. They did it to snag the guy. They got the guy, the cyclist. They got the guy that they wanted, the house and everything, the whole enchilada. They got everything. But once they got married, this person started sleeping in, liking to read, doing their art, going, didn't, getting up late. Well, the person that had married them, the cyclist, knew they had this side to them liking to get up late because they dated for a while. And they'd like to lay in bed and have their coffee and read. Okay? (laughs) But to get along, they put the mask on. Okay, I'm up at 4 and 5 a.m. cycling, 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 you know. And then they started developing headaches. And I was doing some hypnotherapy with them, and I said, look, I go, these headaches, there's a reason for that. And the whole reason when they went to the doctor, they got a medication, so they didn't have to go cycling. So after the mask fell off, they didn't want to keep it up. They got the marriage, they got the guy, whatever. It happens, you get the girl, you get the guy, you get whatever. We, You know, we all do it to a certain degree. Hopefully, you know, when I'm sharing this, there can be more consciousness to, in the beginning, be be very aware of this projection. So what ended up happening, they had to have a long conversation in which the husband was really upset, decimated. I thought I had a cycling part. I thought you were going to do this. I thought you were going to do that. And for one thing, we're allowed to change. We're allowed to grow. We're allowed to have different interests. It's very unhealthy to make your partner stay pegged in a certain way of being and not allow other aspects of expression and experience. But once this person spoke up, the headaches went away. And these were migraine. These were not little headaches. These were like full grown. Um, And so, you know, once that mask, so then you have that negotiation. And then if you're in a long-term relationship, and I'm talking years, 5, 10, 20, 30 years, people change, you do that cycle. 
you disappoint each other. There's a disillusion. I thought you were going to do this. I thought we were going to do that. I thought we were making plans. And it's like, okay, can, how can we work this out? Let's talk about this because I'm sensing something else or a different version. How can we work this out? So that negotiation is what really makes powerful relationships, the ability to negotiate and not stay stuck between projection and disappointment or disillusionment, which builds into resentment, irritations, frustration, resentment, anger, then apathy and cutting off. Because we change. People change. So I'm seeing a lot of that right now with the people I'm working with privately, with the couples I'm working with, the individuals I'm working with. I'm seeing a lot of them kind of go, you know, I have a different focus now or a different vision or I have a different idea of what I want to do or something new is coming in and I don't know what it is. And I'm afraid it's going to upset my partner. It, it, it's going to upset what we planned or where we're going. But that is life if you're really healthy mentally and emotionally we do change, just like hopefully we change our exercise program or our eating program. If we're, tr- if we're tuning into our higher self, the higher vibrational frequency of us, we're going to get the intuition of what we need, whether it's a mineral, a vitamin, a herb, you know, whether it's a, some, a, a particular type of seasoning, a certain food, a certain environment, a certain activity. We are meant to balance. That's part of the living from the hologram, as I call it, the psychic hologram, the hologram of life, the wholeness, the whole part, there's always this slight adjusting to what is more healing for us, what is more balancing for us. Um, okay, callers, 347-539-5122, press 1 on your keypad. I see a lot of people in the queue, but not pressing 1. So if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading, please press 1. Um, oh, Sue in the chat is saying, boy, I'd say it's getting very interesting. I was planting marigolds in my garden and kept getting a word in my mind. It was calendula. Oh, I love calendula. I love the smell of calendula, calendula and calendula cream, Sue. I had to look it up in the dictionary. It is the plant name for marigolds. Yes, right. I have no idea where that came from. Was the plant talking to me? Yes, I feel so, Sue, and I feel the the plant is also, um, I love marigolds, I love calendula cream. Um, I forgot that that's right, that was the, the actual name. Well, I feel like it's trying to get in touch with you, get into rapport, get into, and calendula cream is healing. If you look up what calendula is good for, um, because I know I have it, uh, you know, creams for like if itchies or if you get bit. Um, what else is it good for? Let's see. Benefits. Let's look. Forgot what else. But it's it, it also is good for detoxing and it keeps certain insects away. So there could be something with that. It's anti-inflammatory, antiviral. Um, Oh, I'm going to have to get, I have some, I have to, I'm going to make a note when next time I go to the store because I, I'm low on it, actually. And I love the scent and I love how it feels on the body. So maybe that was for me, Sue, also, to remind me to get to get some. But, um, yeah, it's very, it, it, it also, I know it's protection, maybe free radicals or chemicals, 
but there's a lot of good uh, properties and uses for it. Um, I was also talking to my granddaughter that morning about yeast infections. I noticed after looking it up, it's good for that also. Well, there you go. Uh, Jay Styling, I talked to my plants, name them, etc. So much real energy. Love them. Yeah, they, you know, anything that is sentient, um, and actually what we call maybe even inanimate, like talk to my car, I connect with my car. Um, and I've always, always, I've got to say, I've had great luck with cars. Um, even one years ago, I had this little sports car, and it had a bad reputation, and people couldn't believe, oh, you're going to get that, you're going to have to fix it all the time, you're going to have to take it in, you're this and that, it was a British car. And that little sucker did me well. You know, um, I think I got rid of it because I ended up moving either out of state or out of the country. But, um, yeah, the more you talk to everything, everything has a level of consciousness in it. Everything responds basically to love. You know, your your dishes, your utensils, your books, the, the, that intention, and it bounces back to you. That intention of love and connection also bounces back to you. Ah, oh, you name your cars too? Me too, Jay. <laughs> I have a great amethyst crystal in my car. Amethyst for driving help protect you against um, accidents or also protection. can kind of keep things high vibe. All right, so the message of the day is letting go, moving on, and getting into the flow. What is flowing through you? What's coming through you through your inner world that's wanting to change your outer world? There are changes in your outer world that are being lined up and some of you may know what it is and you may know what to do to support it or you may just need to connect to the energy of it, the energetics. All right, callers, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. I do see somebody here. Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is Bailey. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, Bailey. Welcome. Hi. Um, oh, honey says hi to my dog. <laughs> hi, honey. <laughs> Um, we, we were wondering, oh my goodness, maybe she is wondering. Um, yeah. so I think so. I, I think she does I, have a question. She does. I think so too. <laughs> um, she, okay. So there she goes again. Um, I don't know if she has the same question, but I, I, uh, I wanted to get this job. I had it all set out and I was like, yeah, I'm getting this job. Um, in the school system to help these kids in this wellness center, and I had no doubt in my mind. And um, and and unfortunately, I didn't get it. But there's another job that's coming up, and I put in my information for that. But I'm trying really hard not to be super negative about it because my ego just went crazy over the first one. And I was curious if there's anything I can do to support myself or what you see for that um, okay. helping and that you didn't get it system. no but who knows right okay. I feel like right. there's other options so, oh yeah, yeah oh yes always okay let's see so what do we want to ask what's coming up work wise or what you need to focus um, on to draw what it is yeah work wise I'll start with that <laughs> yeah honey 
Okay, it's saying take a philosophical approach. Go. Are are you also thinking of doing something else that's a little either out of your realm <clears throat> or out of what you were doing before? I feel like there's a different vision, a different job, mm-hmm. or something else that you were wanting to do. Does that make sense? Um. Yeah. It, in the there is like the school setting, and then there's more of an art art setting, artist. Yeah, I would like to I'm thinking them. I would like to do. Is this at a high? Is a university? It's at an elementary. Well, it's a it's oh. elementary, middle school. Oh, I would okay. Like to, so it is I think I would like to do um, suicide prevention one day if I have the right education, but I'm not sure. I just I kind of been showing up. These jobs are showing up, and I got my foot in the door in the in the district, but I I want to help the kids that needed help like I did. I feel like you're going to do it, but it's saying take something more philosophical. So it could be more the psychological approach, the philosophical. Um, It's going to take time. So it doesn't say it's not going to happen. I feel like it is going to happen. But it's somehow, it's it's a slower process. Maybe it's they have a lot of people to go Mm -hmm. through or check you know people out there's something about the process but also okay. about you refining what it is that you want to do so there's some kind of refinement does that make sense mhm yeah cuz it's um really it, it could it could it. be where it could be where you're where you're working it could be that you want that it's a different place oh Right, different okay. place, different position. Is there is there is there another? Were you looking at another school or another type of school or another location? Well, they had a different position that I originally applied for to do group work with at risk youth, um, and I was so excited, and um, that they asked me if if I was interested on the in the one on one after they said I didn't get this. They said that well, I didn't get that job, and then there was one more job where I was like, "Yes, hell yeah, I'm going to do that one." Center, and then and then the old job came back in, but in a different flavor, I guess. And what one happened on with the one-on-one job then? So the one-on-one just opened up. Instead of being a me traveling from school to school and doing groups, it would be a one-on-one play-based child-led therapy. And did you take that? I I applied for it. <laughs> oh, okay. But you haven't heard yet then? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, because I'm just trying to understand the question. I'm getting to be oh, clear on what it – because I do, see a, I do see a job coming in, but it feels like it's something different than what you applied for. And they're mm. saying take a philosophical approach. You might be using more psychology, so maybe that is more the one-on-one. Okay, yeah, this would be a lot more psychology. Okay. Especially from what I'm doing right now. Okay, so that's the difference. That's what I'm trying to figure out because that's what's coming in psychically. Yeah. Yeah. So you, okay. So there's something, yeah, it's going to be a huge difference. The actual job, and I would connect back in with them about it and let them know because they have, Mm -hmm. they have, it's a longer process to get hired is what I'm hearing, but it also shows that they have quite a few applicants. Okay, oh, there is okay. something 
Yeah, there is something definitely that they did like, uh, you know, about you. There was some kind of – maybe because you've worked with them before. I don't know. But there is some kind of connection there. Mm. So you I had really a, have a I very was good an chance. amazing app. I mean, the the oh the, the interview was process was amazing, and it was really nice to get my foot in the door. Good. Did you let them know that? Yes. Well, I told one person. You, you, but no, you should email. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> get okay. on it. Yes, yes. Get on. I it. really appreciated so that's it. It was so nice. Okay. Let them know. Let them know that because there, there's something about the work that they do. It, it, I don't know. It's like a family there. It's very small. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very small. So let them know. I really appreciated the connection. I loved well, just everything you told me. Heating up like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know that because, see, it's for some reason you're meant to go in that direction. It's different than what you originally thought, but for mm-hmm. some reason – I don't know. It's that direction is going to be more beneficial for you in the yeah, long I, run to I what you, to what you to want to do. Up with, I'm sorry for interrupting. I, I I thought, oh, I would love to go into schools and help these kids, and and then and then I read the job description, and I'm like, oh my goodness, somebody already made this program. Somebody has already. I don't even have to come up with it in my own head. This is amazing. So wow. I, it's really kind of, I feel like everything's been aligning. I almost, I feel like I'm going to start crying. <laughs> um, oh, just feels, follow it up. What right. you just need is to connect more with the okay. energy of it. Just follow up. And, you know, it's a little bit different than what you set out to do, but it's going to be actually more in alignment to what you want to do down the road is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go right. cry. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay. I'll Enjoy it and let us know so when you much. start. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Hello, you're on air. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Ciao, ciao. Hello. Greetings. Um, so. We shifted into a new location. We're now up in the jungle the next to a pretty, yeah, next to, yeah, yeah below, where the, below where the volcanoes are, next to a pretty sacred river, just surrounded in the jungle. And it's a much more calmer healing vibration good. for sure. Good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I'm, I'm super happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to. So I've been super in the surrender and the healing zone. There's a lot more people around to help. A lot easier for me to get what I need and not have to move around as much, which is all a plus. Mm. Um, I just am wondering if you see... So I'm 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 surrendering. I'm being here, but I just uh, yesterday basically like withdrew the rest of the money that I had sitting in the account, which is not very much, just so I can have cash to get what I need. So I'm wondering if you see anything like uh, that I need to be more proactive on, because my guys keep telling me I just need to rest and I need to heal, but I also. <laughs> Maybe it's the human part of me that feels like 
I need to start, like, work, not working, but, like, changing manifestation or perspective as far as how more flow is going to come in, more more financial uh, flow or assistance, or I don't know what that looks like, Um, but, yeah. (laughs) It is a and little work, bit of a... So you're doing a lot of healing. Let's see, which yeah. are you focused on? But you need to get... Well, that does say to focus on career or work or plans for that while you're healing. So while in this downtime, you can start kind of figuring out what it is that you actually want to do, what's possible and what's easiest to do. And And I'm hearing from spirit, pull it back. So you may have had something you were doing that was a lot more, a lot bigger or a lot more involved, and they're saying pull it back a bit, pull it back, if that makes sense. So it may be that one of your goals that you're just going to pull it back a bit. Yeah, like hone it in or instead of having it bigger, maybe be smaller. I don't know. Like, yeah, I keep starting feeling smaller. this tall that I yeah, I keep going this call that I really need to be working on this deck of cards. I don't know, but um, I'm waiting for someone to come out from the States to bring the iPad. Uh, oh, so, okay. But I really feel a strong pull to this to creating card decks. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I just... Whatever it is that you're going to do, that seems, let's see, what's good? Yeah, you're wanting more of a contemplative. So there might have been a lot of movement or change or outer activity, but it, it's almost like you're in a contem going in kind of a very Piscean energy around you. Spirituality, spirit, connecting, nurturing your spirit. Um cooperating. I'm seeing a lot to do with, I don't know if it's sewing or beading, but working with your hands. Maybe it is the cards. But the hand, you working with your hands tends to, to um, ground you. It t- tends to, that brings a calming, grounding yeah. energy is what I'm seeing. Yeah. The creative. Yeah, I brought, I actually brought up all of my sewing stuff here to the, to what's supposed to be a storage room that I've now had to start setting up as my sewing, as my little mini oh, sewing room. Oh, perfect. Sewing. There we go. Because I just went, they're like, why do you need this? You should get the two-bedroom. And I was like, I just need to have some extra crates, like the availability for the creativity in my zone. You know, that when I start to, I felt that when I start to heal, you're going to want it. Don't have it so far away. And yeah, I would agree. So maybe I just need to... Well, maybe that's what it is. You know, there maybe it's just really. I want to get this clothing launched, but I'm I, since the the since the roof fell and I lost the computer and all the stuff on there, so I'm gonna to have to redo all these photo shoots. So well, see, what you're doing is refining. So, yes, yeah, smaller, simplify. I've been getting that message a lot. In, in my own readings, readings I'm doing for other people, I'm getting this whole, I simplify. So it may not be a clothing line. It might be just a T-shirt. You know what I mean? It might be that T-shirt that you sell or a skirt or I don't know, something, a, one piece of clothing that has special meaning to you, some kind of spiritual 
meaning or, or you know, inspiration. Because you are definitely moving into a phase. Um, oh, my God, it's so funny because it's just tap. I've got goosebumps all over me. It's tapping into the pick a card that I'm doing with the soul messages. Um, so you must have picked. <laughs> your soul obviously picked up on that energy. So you've, you've got a lot with, yeah, you've got a lot of, creative energy and energy that's based on uh, inspiration or inspiring others. So you can put that into your cards. You can put that into a piece of clothing that could be sold somewhere, you know, or a few things or jewelry or something. So if you, I feel like what's happening for you now, you're getting a, what we call redirection of energy. A lot of times when the soul starts coming through more, the personality, it re, re, redirects our energy or refines what we're doing based on our own growth and our, our true likes, our true needs and wants and our true likes of how we really like doing something, you know? Like what yeah. what gets you more in your zone? So I feel like this whole thing with the health and the body is you're slowing down and you're going to have to simplify. You're going to have to do less or have less big ideas. You know, it's like put the big ideas in a notebook and then zero in on one, the one that's calling the most. So it's one thing, one piece. And anything with your hands is great for you is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Anything using the hands, um, it's like spirit saying, slow it down, slower, slower. The soul is saying, we're coming through, coming through, coming through. Yeah, they really, so, really, really want me to be doing a lot of, uh, what do you call it, downloads, upload, like, uh, they're like, make another video, make another video, make another video. So I'm like, all right, I guess I just need to, like, be doing that more because they, they want me to be pulling cards more. They want me to be, like you said, working with my hands, but like putting it, like sharing it more. Yeah, the inspiration. You have an inspirational quality about you, so use that. And, of course, when you work with cards, you're working with your hands. There's a soothing aspect to cards, you know, the soothing aspect yeah. to shuffling. It's, 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 you some, know? it's something about like, giving not giving i mean giving you know giving back but like also like as much as i'm withdrawn because i'm in this really healing (laughs) nurturing self-like bubble right now it's like this is your way to kind of like give what you want as you want in the manner that you want without people taking but still being able to to be present and inspired and you being able to tune into their energy without their energy draining you, I guess. I don't know. Something like this. Right. Right. All right, Zoe. Going to go to the next caller. Keep us posted, though. Oh. Big hug. Big hug. Ciao, ciao. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, Michelle. My name is Jamie, and I live in San Luis Obispo. Hey, Jamie. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. I've called in before, so I'm happy to hear the beep. I'm unmuted. Yay. Oh, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your I am really having some heart expansion, and I'm kind of on this area where I'm going to leap, ready to leap forward, and it's a continual path, yeah. so into utilizing my spiritual gifts and connections with my guides to 
help others. And I've been told that there's a lot of autonomy in my decision-making on where this path will take me and or um, where I'll be guided. As of right now, there's a lot of, like, witch wound, wounding coming up. And I, mm-hmm. and I, so I'm looking to see if you see anything in regard to how I could most effectively shift through that energy and allow that to transmit or into lighten for the betterment of all and maybe where this might be guiding me on my next steps in the journey. Where what would be guiding you? The shift. Which part? The, um, I guess the medicine of the witch wound. Okay. Well, it's, it's the... Um, you've got, which a lot of people come in, the, the wound of the healer the wounded healer, the mm-hmm. seer. Um, you know, the healer makes all things whole, whatever modality. So we could choose different modalities, but healing comes from the old English word, ohalen, to make whole. And also integris. Those words are all kind of interconnected, integrity. So integrity is the wholeness of our personality. So I do see for you right now... Um, God, the oversouls are so active right now. That's why I was guided to the, I've got goosebumps with you too. That's why I was, ah, because right before mm-hmm. I, got, I, I logged on, I started the, the pick a card reading and it's based on, on this. So you're healing the fragmentation uh, mm. and bringing these different parts of you together, these different, um, you know, gifts. And so, yes, I agree that I would say your path, I don't know if I'd say autonomous, but I would say uniqueness. So you may be weaving different things in the way that you do your work. You may be weaving uh, different modalities, different aspects of you, right? And so this mm-hmm. part of your path is about healing to some degree that I have to do it this way or this is the way to do it or I'm rejecting this way and I'm doing this way because that makes me independent or that, you know what I mean? So mm. you're kind of... Yeah, so you're healing. It would be good to look up derivations of words that you're drawn to or for, like what does it really mean to be a healer? How can I do that in my own way? So I feel like there was either growing up and, and perhaps because usually whatever happens with us growing up, we've had happen in a, you know another lifetime or you know dimensional experience that maybe you were taught certain ways that this is the way you do it or or don't do that, that's not good or that's not, you know, why are you going in that direction or, or that's bad or that's wrong. So you're reclaiming those, mm-hmm. but in, in your own way, the way that best suits you now. Does that make sense? I think it will. Like it feels good. I think I'm like, ooh, I'm going to have to sit with this more. I feel like I really yeah. good nuggets. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, so this healing, all this coming up, and you called it like the witch wound, you've got to go beyond. The, it's, it's a wound. It's a wound. Be, like like me being a psychic channel or a medium, that's just a way, or an astrologer, or as a therapist, or as a hypnotherapist, or, an, you know, and all the various things that I've studied are just modalities for the umbrella. So you're clearing stuff so you get the umbrella. Mm. Yes, you're getting the umbrella of what you do. And then how you do it and where you do it 
that's what you're going to open up to and, and do in your own way. So you're getting your umbrella of gifts of you know, and then you can pick and choose which ways you decide to do it. That's where your, you know, if you want to call it autonomy or your uniqueness mm-hmm. is going is going to come in. You okay. know, like some people come in, like I've worked with people on my path because I've I've studied so many different modalities, arenas, religions, and and I remember like people I would study with shamanically, and that's what they stayed with, and I wove it into something else. Or when I went to India and I was in an ashram and I loved it. I love chanting. I love bhakti yoga. I did, but that's not my thing just to do that. And I know people that still, 30 years later, or people that were older than me, they're, they're on their deathbed. They're still chanting, meditating only, and they're Hindu. That's, or they're Buddhist. They have Buddhist practice. Mm-hmm. They meditate. They, they follow the Vedas. Boom, boom. That's it. You know, they're Christian. Boom. That's all. That's all I am. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. But not everybody comes in like that. Mm-hmm. that stays with one thing and one modality and one way, and that is their way. You know, the other one is Course of Miracles. I bump into people, and I study that. And, oh, that's it. That's all. Everything they say is a Course of Miracles says, a Course of Miracles says, a Course of Miracles, and that's all they do. That's their thing. A Course of Miracles says, and that's what they stick with. But you have an umbrella. You have something that you're tapping into, and then these other things that you're doing are just aspects of that. They're just parts of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I think that that person was saying, your own aut- autonomy or uniqueness. You're not ne- meant to s- follow just one specific doctrine only, but to weave mm. in what is what is individually you, what is uniquely you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then pull on and then those. And that's okay. Mm, that's nice. I was going to say, and yeah. it feels like the pull on those like channel um, resources, I guess, depending on the situation. Yes. However you want to do it, because you're mm-hmm. just tapping into that frequency of uh, healer. There, there could be something with truth. You may use ritual you know, magic. You may, you may do different modalities, but it's beyond the modalities. That's what mm-hmm. people don't realize. I mean, meditation is a tool. Buddhism, all those things, those are not the end result. They're just a, a mode or a way and not the only mm-hmm. mode or way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this feels very resonating beyond my current knowing. And um, to the point of like, Write down what jumped so... at you. Write down okay. what jumped out at you. And then ask the bigger picture, what do, I, what do I do? You can even ask friends or if you're close to certain people or family. Or and, and you'll see your gifts. Our gifts always come through. People will say, oh, you're good at this or I go to you for this or I can trust you or whatever it is. So this is an important time for you because you're really going to be connecting in more with your soul gifts and soul qualities. And then everything else will be structured around that. Mm. And I think that's what that person meant by autonomy. You, you, you're weaving your own way to some degree, mm-hmm. or what, or what you do on your way on your soul path. You're weaving something together that's very individual to you. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. You take good care. Keep us posted mm. too. Let us check back in. We'd love to. I love to hear, and other people that listen love to hear. 
Thank you. I will. I do. If you have a moment, I do have one thing of an update from what you helped me with before. Oh, very cool. Okay, yes. I had called in regarding my son, Ollie, who was having um, daily seizures, to put it simply. Oh. And um, we, he's cleared through them. He's doing amazing. He's not bridging Much better. seizures. Yeah. yeah, we are using also a mix of modalities. So we are using some... Um, Western meds, but it also a ton of good. healing in the etheric. And like, I just, ooh, I have so much like belly heat oh. energy right now in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, so you're helping in that healing, right? Mm-hmm. Takes different forms. So thank yeah. you for your guidance. Like, hold on a couple times around that. And um, it's really beautiful to see his transformation oh, as well. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Well, give him a hug for me. You take care. I will. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Okay. With love. Bye. Lots of love. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Jill. This is Valerie. Hi. Who is this? Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I had called before about uh, an insurance claim. Uh Uh-huh. And you saw a check around that. Well, it was denied. So. Totally? Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, God. Are you applying for something? Because I still see some money coming in. Are you applying for something else? No, I was going to ask you, do you see money coming in? <laughs> I do. Are you, are you, because it's still showing, are you applying for something else, a loan or another part? Of, wait, was this insurance in a house? Yes. Mm-hmm. Something with a house? Right, it was my kitchen floor. And what happened to um, okay, and and they denied it, huh? Yeah, well, I am out. only ninety eight percent accurate. So oh no, 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 I know. That. I, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, I wasn't saying. But that I do see too. money. I do see some money coming in. So I don't know if you can reapply, or you go through another company, or maybe it's a loan or a GoFundMe. I do see a check. I do see a check coming in, and I do see that floor. Did you pick it up? Is the floor because I see it um, like uprooted? I see the floor. I don't know if it has a hole in it, or are you are you having to take up the 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 what is it, the foundation, the flooring, like lift it up? Well, yeah, it would have to come up off the floor, yes. I mean, it's kind but of like having a big – oh, it's bu- – okay, it's buckle. buckle. Okay, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing like a slit in there, like it's cut open. Uh-huh. And pulling yeah, it out. Uh-huh. Yes, a separate – there we go. I am seeing that. So I do see no, it getting done. No, they said I, I denied it. And was yeah, and what maybe. was this home insurance or what was it? Yeah, home and homeowners insurance. And the guy didn't even move the refrigerator or look in the refrigerator to see. He didn't do anything. He just stood there, looked around, and said, "Well, this doesn't look like it's something that was suddenly." So, um, more than likely, we're not going to honor the claim because it has to be something that actually happened suddenly. I said, "Well, it was a month ago." You know that I noticed it, but anyway, he said no, so it was a it was a no. Okay, well I do, and it's your help. Okay, because I do see you getting it fixed, and I do see a check. So I don't know where you're getting that money from, but I see a check. Mm-hmm. I do see money c- coming in, 
And I do see you getting it fixed because I can see workers in there. I can see where it's separating out, and they're mm-hmm. pulling it off right from that area. They're pulling it off. I feel like there could be something on the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you may reapply. There, there might be something else that's going on. Here's the thing. I feel like it's a bigger job than what it looks like, so you may be calling either them back in. I feel like there's something else. So homeowner's insurance. And you don't have any other kind of insurance? No. Okay. Well, I definitely see a check coming in, and I definitely see it getting fixed. So Can you see about how much that check is going to be and when? Uh, approximate? No, because I've given you some ways that it may come in because I, I, I'm not sure. It could be a loan. It could be yes. GoFundMe. It could be off a credit card or a business. I, I feel like when they get in there, though, Valerie, it's it's there's something else going on structurally. So hmm. it may be a big – you may end up calling them back in did they say it's from, was it from water, water damage, yes. water coming in water. from rain? Well, I don't know if it was coming in from that. I wouldn't know. I know that the refrigerator was leaking and some water was coming from there. At the, yeah. I'm wondering if it's government assistance. I don't know. Look around because I definitely see it, get, I definitely see it getting fixed. It's got to. Because otherwise okay. it could be causing more damage is what I'm hearing. It, it's oh, a, wow. it could be affecting, yeah, it could be affecting a structure is what I'm seeing. Ooh, so, I don't need that. I know. So get in there and get it done. Um, you know, well, it may be the like refrigerator. Maybe the refrigerator is under warranty. I don't know. There's other options is what I'm hearing. Okay, maybe I need to get an inspector, home inspector out here just to do a, a full inspection. Yes, that would be good, I think. That would be good. That may make a difference. That may, you know, and there, if it's a refrigerator, maybe that's under warranty. If it's rain no, it's or not. something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, figure figure that out. But get, okay. yeah, get that looked okay. at, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Valerie, thank you. keep us posted. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Okay, Take thank care. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, gang. Okay. Uh, waiting for our uh, our guests. Uh, 347-539-5122 is the number. 347-539-5122. And you can press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue to let me know you have a question or a comment. Um that's so interesting. There's so much kind of wrapping up stuff. Have you guys noticed that? There's so much wrapping up and then newness, new directions, but it's about simplifying. In fact, I'm simplifying. Um, I'm getting rid of this network solutions. Anybody getting a website, do not get network solutions. I only got them because I had dot .life, and I never, ever felt good about working with them, and I have had more problems with them. Uh, I would go Squarespace uh, is a good one. Uh, but, yeah, shout out in the 
thumbs down to network solutions. They just horrible, 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 horrible. And they charged me for a product that I did not want, this this extra uh, tech support. And I said, I don't want to pay a penny. I don't want to pay anything more. If it costs money, do not charge me. Do not charge my card. I said it three or four times verbally, and I sent it, said it to two different tech people in the, ch- in the chat talking to them, and they charged my card. So now i got to talk to my credit card company. But can you imagine a company? I mean, I wouldn't be in business long if I did that. You know, oh, I'm just going to charge you for this because I think you should have this. Uh, and then they put it on auto charge, so I couldn't um, – I had to call them up to – once I found out that it was being, I was being charged – um, I had to call them to take it off auto. I couldn't do it myself. So anyway, shyster, shyster, crooks, crooks, crooks. All right, gang, let's see. I do not see our guestie. They're calling from, I hope they have the time zone right, because I think they're calling from Europe. Are they? Let's see. So I've got the number here. Don't see the guest. If you are in the queue, press 1 on the keypad. Let me see here. Let me see. I'm multitasking. Any questions in the chatteroo? All right. Let me see. Let me text and see if they're calling in. Wow, wow, wow. I cannot wait now to do these pick-a-cards because I can feel the energy already, like major soul decisions is what I'm feeling. Wow, these are decisions that are being made on a soul level. These are these decisions that are coming up for people are not just regular decisions. These are like biggies. This is They're like destiny decisions that are coming up. Let's see, what is it? Hmm. Let me see. Is guest calling in? I'm email texting. Usually the guest is calling in and I'm doing readings and it's taking longer. So let's see if they're calling in after all this or they have the right number. Hmm. Okay, well, I don't know what the heck. Jana Alonso, trauma healing, integration healing expert. Do not see her. Hopefully they have the right time because they're calling in from England, I believe, or someplace in Europe. I think England. Not sure. All right, well, got more time for questions then and chit-chatting on a soul level until they come on. I guess I could call them, but I'd have to do it on my phone. All right. Caller 805 had just stopped. All right, gang. If you have a question or a comment, press 1. Oh, I had so many. (laughs) Jay Styling is silly Mercury retro. Well, we're still in the shadow of it. We're coming coming out of it. Um, But we're still in the shadow portion. But for another week, 
but there's other things I think also isn't uh, Pluto retrograding I think Saturn I don't know if Saturn is it to me is a psychic channel I, I'm, I'm feeling that one thing with the tech issues I feel that we're we're shifting so much vibrationally that we're not as congruent with our technology right now. So there are some kind of, I feel, glitches. Also, I feel like there's been a lot of updating that's going on with tech companies in the back end that they're, um, you know, doing some upgrades and things like that. And then if you look at it mirroring us, we're doing some upgrades. So there's some things that are not quite matching um, and I also feel spirit is really, the spiritual aspect of our being is really wanting to come through. I, I talked about this and did a video on this on my Patreon about the synchronicities and syncing up. And I feel that we're in that, you know, that part, that part of the soul path of awakening is ramping up where spirit is even coming through more of the technology Okay, maybe this. Let's see. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Jana? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't get on to okay. my normal phone. So I tried to yeah. get on by Skype. Oh, you could. Okay. I'm so excited. That's, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Because I'm like, I felt it was you, but I just, yeah, want to make sure. Okay, let's let people know a little bit about what you do, um, and then we can just dive in. So we've got her on the line, everyone, uh, Jana Alonso. Is it Jana? It's Hannah. I'm from Spain. Oh, so Hannah. It's, like a, it's a Spanish, a Spanish J, like jalapeno. Oh, Alonso. Okay, Alonso, Hannah. Tu hablas español. Hablo español. Tu hablas español? Oh, sí, sí. <laughs> okay, let's get <laughs> Okay, let's get Okay, so Hannah Alonso, integrative healing expert, also the founder and CEO of the School of Integrative Healing. Um, I took some notes cuz I really want to dive in. First I want to get a little bit about your background. I like to say your first awakening to your path and then what awakened you to get you on the path of integrative healing and to be and to create and found the School of Integrative Healing? God, I think for me, and, and I think you'll get a lot of people that say this, it's, it had to happen. So for me, the, the initial awakening happened mm-hmm. through very challenging situations. I always talk about this time when I was 19, and in the space of three weeks, I was diagnosed mm. with an array of mental health diagnoses, and my mum was diagnosed with cancer. And this started a journey for me, yeah, of realizing um, what we're taught around mental health, what we're taught around grief, loss, um, you know, all of these huge, big topics doesn't even start to, to, to really share kind of all that is. So I decided when I was 19, I saw that my motherhood also being diagnosed with mental health conditions at 19 and had never really got better. You know, she was on medication until she passed away. And it makes me smile because 19 is so young. You know, I'm 30 now, but I made a decision yeah. then. I said, I'm going to learn what is. healing is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm going to bring it to the world. And that was the initiation. Mm-hmm. Initiation through fire, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So what was going on? Now, did you, 
was there improvement with her? Was there improvement with, would you say, with you? Did you feel get, things were getting more life-enhancing once you kind of got a handle on this or f- figured out what was going on? So what I realized is that at school and in our conventional education systems, we talk very little of what health, spirituality, potential yeah. exists. So for mm-hmm. me, the first maybe four years after all of the diagnoses were very challenging. I did a lot of courses. I trained with a lot of people. I realized that there are a lot of modalities that are taught in, in separation. So, you know, you've got nutrition here and you've got maybe meditation over here and you've got other modalities over there. And I realized after kind of studying for a long time, for, for years, that when you brought all of these modalities together in one unified system, which is what integrative healing is, you realize that you can start mastering your reality and mastering your potential. So, you know, what started for me, this this awakening started from this very challenging moment was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I've realized that Mm. as we do this work, there are different levels of good. So (laughs) it it was an interesting time, definitely an initiation, but every single year, since then has got better and better in in all senses of of the word right in every area of my life so i'm eternally grateful for for what came from this time yes mm. so you feel that you you are get, well you know it's in a way it's, it's so interesting it's a lifelong process right really it, you you learn the the tools or coping coping tools, mechanisms, modalities, things that work for you, you know, to help you, whatever you're going through, I think, and, and knowing yourself. Let's talk a little bit about that because I do feel by what you're saying, and you touched about uh, on it also when you said about school and education, and I, I taught school at one point, and it just, um, and in counseling, and it was so interesting to just see how people, well, the system herds people in this kind of mainstream tube and if you don't fit in there they don't know what to do you know there really are not a lot of options if any at all um for not even we're talking disabilities or mental health issues just somebody that thinks differently or is even more maybe advanced in than a certain grade level you know um there or just or has a different representational system for learning there, there, it, there just isn't that. So I, I find a lot of I think our our health issues and mental health, mental emotional health issues are we don't know ourselves how we are, and we're not supported with how we truly are. Like, what do we really need as an individual person? That there's very little, you know, room for that or addressing of that. And it can be very stressful, um, you know, for children and then adults to not have their needs met or their their pattern, right, their rhythm, their pattern, their pace, or learn how to adjust that. You know, it's not even talked about that people are different, you know, or process differently. Did Did you find any of this what I'm what I'm speaking to relevant to what you were? discovering in your own healing journey and then the healing journey with others? So I think the thing with school is that we are all very different 
and I think that we're taught how to get good grades, but we're not taught how to feel our emotions, or we're not taught how to heal from trauma, or how to have healthy relationships, or all of these, or how to even, you know, create a business, create wealth, you know, be, be well. So I think that, and maybe a lot of the listeners will relate, I was definitely a sensitive child, <laughs> Um, definitely an emotional mm-hmm. child, definitely a child that thought in a different way. You know, I was dyslexic, but I was very high performing at school. So it wasn't that on surface value school was was difficult. It was that all of these different aspects of life and on, of, of, you know, even if we look at the diagnoses of my mother, you know, we're not facing, we're not, you know, in school we're not taught how to face these things that that happen in life right so for Mm -hmm. me the healing journey it's it's yes understanding our differences and yes understanding the beauty and the perfection in that but also learning how to master the self you know I talk about this a lot but not master the self in like I've got to achieve this or it's just understanding how the human being works right how do I feel my emotions? How do I be in my body? Yeah. How do I use my intuition? How do I know if yeah. this relationship is healthy? How do I know if this relationship isn't healthy? How do I manifest, right? Yeah. If there's trauma in my lineage, how do I heal that? So it's it's this it's And that's deep, what I'm speaking mm. to. The and that's why I was asking to the individual. So yes, we have a collective experience and I get it in school because you know, you've got Minimum 20, but a lot of times 30, 35, you know, children or kids or more, or, or you know, if you go into uni, it's, a, you know, a, a big lecture mm-hmm. hall. But but I do feel that that integrative aspect of the individual, what mm. is the, yes, but the also if we can teach the individual to recognize their own differences and understand that they're okay to have those differences, and then how do you adapt? What What is the adaptation um, instead of trying to morph into something else? Because that's what I feel a lot of lot happens is people try to morph or they're, or they're taught to morph or they're taught or they're pushed into trying to uh, morphing into something that they're not, which could be, you know, very, very detrimental to say the least. Absolutely, and then you live a life that's not even for you, do you? You live a life right. like, this is what I should do. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, are you comfortable in sharing the? Because uh, and if you're not, that's what the diagnoses and and what you did, whether yours or your mother's, or and what what helped. Yeah, I'm absolutely comfortable. So I was diagnosed with, this is a long time ago, and it's funny because when I speak about this, I feel like I'm speaking about a whole different person, but I was diagnosed with severe depression. They like to throw severe in front. Um, Social anxiety, Mm -hmm. which my friends now find very humorous because it's very different to who I be in the world. Um, And an eating disorder not otherwise specified. And my Mm -hmm. mother was diagnosed with um, breast cancer which then, you know, spread through the body and she, she passed, she transitioned maybe three, four years ago. So July, it will be four years okay. ago. Um, what helped? Oh, this is such a good question. I love this because um, I think this is what people really need to know. So for me, what I realized, well, I suppose it is what you've, what you've spoken to as well, is the depression 
you know, was part of this feeling that I had to live a life that wasn't mine, right? Do these exams, be mm. good, be a good girl and all of this. But also, you know, I came from a family of refugees. And so what happens when you come from a family of refugees is that there's a lot of fear in the lineage. And there's something called mm. transgenerational trauma. So one of the, the biggest game changers for me, you know, I've been off medication for eight years, um, was healing transgenerational trauma right? Healing transgenerational mm. trauma, educating myself on what well-being even is, changing, you know, I've done it, I've done, so for me, integrative healing is a system that I've designed, it's this multiple modality system, where we look at physical right. healing, emotional and mental healing, spiritual healing, and energetic healing. So it's really hard for me to pinpoint and say, oh, I did this one thing, and my whole life changed, it's like, no, I did an array, right? But the biggest thing is that I decided, I made a choice. And, and I think anyone that wants to heal or anyone that wants to manifest something or create something in their life, it starts from this choice of like, no, I'm going to become the person that does this. And maybe I don't know how, and maybe I don't know what that journey is going to look like, but I'm going to commit to that journey. So that, that was the big thing for me. You know, I was 21, and, and, and I really just decide I'm going to heal, and then I'm going to bring that to the world. And, and I think it's funny now, because at 21, I had no idea what was ahead of me. Um, and with the loss and journeying with my mother, so I was um, a full-time carer, and a lot of people, they hear this, and they go, oh, that's so sad. And I'm like, yes, there was sadness, and there was pain, and there was all of these things. But if you're going to speak about awakening, is there anything more awakening than being next to someone as they transition? It's been oh, yeah. one of the most beautiful, the be extraordinary experiences of my life and truly an honor, actually. Um, mm. And so that took me in journey. Mm. It is an honor if you can spend time. It's such a sacred, sacred journey. And, and, yeah. and if you allow it, another form of awakening, that's for sure. Um, to to make and, and those that have troubled relationships to be able to make peace on some level, um, but is a very very sacred time. Part of the healing. Did you see that as part of adding to your healing path? Absolutely, because it's. I mean, we've we've gone in, haven't we, on this conversation? But I think that as a human we learn how to live when we're able to contemplate passing. And so my viewpoint of life changed a lot. It was, you know, I started living a lot more on purpose. I became a lot more at peace with um, with my humanness, with life, you know, even the business that I built, the school I've built, it's all in reverence to that deep experience with my mother and you know, before my mom passed away, I was studying and I was doing all these things and I was traveling, but I wasn't very, I suppose, on purpose or as grounded. And as soon as my mom transitioned, it was like, no, Han, this is it, you know? We don't know what our life path is going to look like, you know? We don't know what's around the corner. So do the things that you, you were born to do. Do the things that, you know, that... I always think about, you know, we're always going to, we're all going to transition. It's the only one thing that we know that's certain in life. And I always ask myself, you know, in that moment, what would mean for me to think, wow, that was a successful life? And I don't mean success in, in the, 
the term that it's or the way that it's usually used I mean in the way of like what would feel like a fulfilling life and and that's my that's my north node you know and and that's mm-hmm. so healing to have that greater context for your life you know it it really brings a lot of I suppose intentionality to the way that I live now which I didn't used to have so hugely healing yeah which is so powerful, this whole idea of intentionality. Um, and by the way, uh, yeah, we, do di- we do jump in here. We dive. We go. We go. <laughs> we go. <So. laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is great because I feel like, you know, crises coming from Latin, that choice, choice point, I feel like when we do have traumas in our life or crises and, and, and these challenges that are just, so difficult, you know, heart-wrenching, heart-bending, is an opportunity, usually for something to come through more on a soul level. There is, a, there is something bigger ca- calling us forth. Um, and I definitely would say, I, from what you're sharing with me and, you know, and, our, and our listeners, that you were already lined or getting lined up for this part of your path, but what you went through with your mother... And, and then that sounds like that sparked, you know, um, even more within you. And then what you were going through with yourself. So it sounds like, it sounds like you've been very open. I'm going to call it to the spark or the tickle, you know, spirit, something new coming in from yourself, your soul, your higher self, however you want to put it, spirit. That and you've responded to it. Can you mm-hmm. speak a bit to that? Because I would imagine it ties in not only with your School of Integrative Healing, but also the work you do with with business and having people, you know, understand their own success. Because really, and I know people are listening and it's like it may sound so trite and just, (laughs) it's simple, but but we're not taught to do this and a lot of people don't do this. You listened to something, you heard something, you, you did an inquiry, and you, and you kind of went with, it sounds like you went within or you said, okay, what's my unique way of this, or what do I need to do? And I feel like a lot of people are at that place right now where they're getting all these messages to do exactly what you did. And so how do you do that rather than looking outside at what someone else is doing that might seem cooler or hipper or more successful? <laughs> Yeah. Um, (laughs) I love cooler or hipper. It's such a good good question. I'm going to answer it in two ways, personal experience and then also what I teach. But from personal experience, I think if we're really, really silent, and the the problem is that we fill our days with so much, right, that sometimes we, we miss it or it's too subtle, right? And so we think, oh, it can't be that. But we all have intuition and we all have knowing. And I think to some level or some degree, everyone perceives it. But the thing is that we don't trust it. So the journey is being able to follow this. I almost feel like my life has had an invisible thread taking me, right? Um, That's the way that I perceive it. But it's not just about perceiving it. It's about doing the inner work to trust yourself enough to To follow it. it. Especially if it's It is the inner thread. Yes. That's it. Yeah, it is. And it's it's an extraordinary experience. And it gives me a lot of safety and trust in life, you know. 
But I work a lot with shamanic medicine. It's something that's absolutely transformed my life. And in shamanism, you talk about the four governing principles of the universe. So the first governing principle is everything is as it seems. You know, it's facts. So it's like, my name is Hannah, that's a fact, you're not going to argue with that. Then you've got the emotional and the mental principle, so that's what we feel and think about the facts in our life. And then you've got this spiritual principle, and this is really to what we're talking about. So the spiritual principle, when you see life through the spiritual principle, it's really understanding that we're on this greater journey, this soul's journey, right? And so when you understand this, you understand that everything in your life, whether it be good by your mind or bad by your mind, it's exactly perfect and exactly what you need for your soul's journey. And so I live in reverence to that. So, you know, let me just give you a a really silly example. But this morning, Mm -hmm. I woke up at four in the morning because my dog was vomiting everywhere. She got sick and I had to take her to, you know, emergency. Um, Okay. And and she's, she's fine, okay? Now, prior to me doing this work, I might have got pissed off. I might have been like, oh, I haven't slept enough. Why is this happening? It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And this is how most people live. So when we understand that we're on a greater soul's journey and everything is as it should be and we stop rejecting the present moment, right, you live in a completely different way. You live as if life is a prayer. So, you know, I go to the vet and it's just like, I'm tired because I had to get up at four in the morning because there was so much vomit. But I'm not rejecting life. I'm not rejecting what's happening. I'm not judging it as bad, right? And so when you're able to live that way, mm. you start to be able to see what's the lesson, what's the learning, right? What's li- and, and so then, then you're able to listen to what life's saying to you. And I think when we're so in rejection or frustration, oh, the relationship didn't work out, or I'm not making the money that I want to be making, or I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see, where in, in, in that rejection, you miss the subtle lesson. You miss the opportunity for healing. You miss the opportunity to become a greater version of yourself. So if we can start from a baseline of I trust life, right? And there's, there's work here and there's, it's a journey to get that. I trust life. I trust that I'm on a greater journey. I don't always understand the greater journey, but, but I trust that everything that I'm being given is for some reason or some learning or there's an opportunity to create gold from this, right? And we stop rejecting the present moment, that's where we pick up the signs. You know? So and there's yeah. many more layers for that. But those are the first two things that come to me. That's beautiful. So the first thing and it's funny because that is the premise of meditation, which the meditative state is whether you call it in Dhyana or Vipassana, it's acceptance of what is and then you bring pranayama Mm -hmm. breath control or you're present in the moment and you get samadhi which is oneness Mm -hmm. so that's essentially what you're saying and i agree it's 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 the not rejecting what's happening which dilutes our spiritual energy our creative energy and we can't hear which is also a good point you're bringing up we can't hear or don't see the messages or we miss them it's interesting, uh, Hannah, that we're having this discussion because I've been getting so much in channeling that I've been doing lately, and I've been doing some, I do pick of cards and stuff, and just before this our conversation and I hopped on the podcast, I was tuning in and getting these soul messages, and it was all about simplifying and slowing down 
so you can hear, so people can see. So that, and that's exactly what you're saying is what I'm interpreting anyway. And you, I think you've said, actually, you put it that we're so busy and keep things, go, you know, so much going. Can you talk a little bit about that, that busy? Again, because a lot of listeners are listening and going, okay, i got to make this happen. i got to grind, which I hate that saying. I would say I'm in the flow. I don't want to be in the grind. <laughs> but right there, grind. i got to grind. i got to make it happen, you know. Um, I'm grifting. You know, there's all these terminology, and I get it. People are, you know, it's like it, it, they're just on this, you know, hamster wheel. They're going round and round making it happen. But that's also what we've been so taught in the mainstream society. I feel you have ways of adapting or correcting that or not going or catching yourself from going in that direction. I'm just getting that from you. Like, so you have some tuner, psychic beep, 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 that says don't do that, or don't do that too much, don't go down there, don't, don't get caught up, don't get over busy. So I'm, I'm wondering... You know, again, I'm going to ask you, how, what do you do? How do you do it? How are you, and I'm sure you maybe work with clients and perhaps even with your business consulting, uh, help people with this to kind of master that, as you said earlier, self-mastery. I love this question, and I want to actually answer this in the context of business because <laughs> that's where we tend to confuse busyness with productiveness as such. Ooh. So yes. I've, I've built my business very quickly, uh, very a lot faster than a lot of people get to certain external markets, right? And right. I notice the assumptions that I get from people. Oh, it must be that you have worked so hard. And, you know, what I say to people, and this is, I've done this for the last, and this is what I teach and I do with my clients. I've done this for the last maybe four years, Right. I'm someone that thrives in, in silence and, and solitude. I need that for my well-being. But the reason that I've been able to build my business and materialize so many things, I teach a lot of manifestation and how to materialize, right, create from the energetic mm -hmm. to, 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 to the material world. And every single morning, <laughs> I connect mm. to the energy of what I'm creating, and I will, let's use for the context of this call, channel my next action step. And this is an every morning, mm. every evening. And there is, I have to create this space because if I don't create mm. this space within myself where I receive messages, where I receive signs, where it's, it's, it's you know, that thread that we were talking about, you, you have mm -hmm. to feel it, you know, you have to create space in your life to feel it. And it's been the one consistent thing in my life, no matter what practices I'm doing or what healing work I'm doing or what I'm building or what aspect of the business we're focused in, it's that for me and my partner, there's, mm -hmm. he, there's a joke in our relationship. He's like, Hannah, because I, I stay in bed most days until 10 a.m. because I'm doing this. <laughs> He's like, outside mm -hmm. from externally, it looks like you're doing nothing. Right? It looks right. like that you're rolling around <laughs> in your bed, in your pajamas, with a top knot, you know, your hair in a big messy bun, big Spanish mm -hmm. messy bun. And then he's like, and then you come out and you've and you've made all of this money and you've signed these clients and it doesn't make sense. But I think that, that the fact that the pause is part of my routine yeah. is the reason for the success. And so we have to become routined in I'm not gonna meditate just once, right? 
there's going to be a pause mm-hmm. and I'm going to connect to myself every single day and I don't need to do it in a way that something needs to drop through. I'm just going to make sure that I'm there to hear and to listen. And I teach so many tools to my clients to, to do this, to work with the formless substance, to work with your intuition, to work with – because we're so supported, right? The universe supports yeah. us, and there's so many guides and amazing things. But the problem is it's like that. If you're so busy feeling every single second of your day, you're going to miss it, Right? So then how can we routinely create the pauses so we don't miss it? And I think there's also a lot to be said, and I'm going to come back to learning how to master yourself, learning how to, you know, track in yourself. What is my intuition? What does that feel like? How do my emotions feel like? You know, we're our greatest asset. We truly are. Being a human being is the most extraordinary, wonderful thing. But we have to learn how to operate ourselves (laughs) and to pick up our signals, right? You know? We've got to yeah. that. Love that. I love what you said about the pause. You know, every a lot of people have been saying that more and more that are coming. You've got to allow the pause. You've got to pause. You've got to pause. Um, you know, meditate, tune in, but allow the space. You know, and we know in the void, in the space, that's where the manifestation, that's creativity, that's it all comes out of that. Um, mm. The other thing that I'm reminded, too, as you're talking is um, – you know, people have to remember that our even if we're sleeping, our higher self is still manifest. There's a part of us that's still doing whatever, you know, moving things around. You know, the universe is is still, you know, moving the puzzle pieces, so to speak, and drawing in things, um, you know, to us, if you will, um, bringing those creative inspire, inspiration. Um, I wanted. To, kind of round back in we touched a little bit on business because i love this because i feel like it is a new model for creating um a lot of creatives do this anyway even you know designers uh it's like when we get to the product or the or quote unquote making something a business it's like almost like what got us that great idea or got us in that business a lot of times goes by the wayside. We go back and, you know, we get in the hamster wheel and forget that the great idea came in the pause or while we were doing something else. What would you say for people? I know you have the pillars for business success. We could t- tie into that. And, it, and perhaps for that business idea or growth, how does one, again, what's the practice maybe the mindset to not get caught up. And maybe that taps into your self-mastery idea also. So the four pillars of business for me. So business is a really, I love business because we get to practice (laughs) all of this work Mm -hmm. that we've been talking about. So for me, the four pillars of business, um, let's bring it back to the, the, the shamanic principle, right, that we have a physical reality, an emotional, mental reality, a spiritual reality, and an energetic reality. So what's, what's the core to building business? Well, we live in a, in, in a manifest world, in a, in, in, a, in a real material world, so we have to learn how to build business in a very practical way, right? But the mm-hmm. question that you asked is, how do we not get caught up? Um, yeah, pulled back into that 
pulled back into old patterns. So I would say that a lot of the, the work that business owners need to do is in this emotional and mental plane, right? So as humans, we can very easily get stuck into, this is what's happening, this is what I think and feel about it, this is what's happening, this is what I think and feel about it, right? And we're not actually creators there, we're just kind of victims to circumstance. So I want to give you a tangible example, right? Let's say you want to build a business, but you're scared of posting on social media <laughs> because you're scared, mm. right, that someone might have an opinion about you and then someone might reject you and that, that frightens you, okay? So usually in business building, what happens is that people say, oh, you've got to post on social media four times, right? But they don't actually talk about the emotional and mental patterns that might block them. And this is the stuff that pulls mm-hmm. you back. So business work is looking at like, you know, how can I do the work so that I'm able to hold the feeling of rejection in my body without shutting down, right? Can I feel the uncomfortable emotions? Can I do the mindset work so that if I do experience rejection, I don't reject myself? So that's really the emotional and mental plane of business, which gets to be really beautiful um, for healing, right? I think that you can heal through your business journey. And actually, if we're doing business correctly and you're talking about this new kind of paradigm of business, For me, the new paradigm of business is that business becomes your spiritual practice, right? And it gets to be so beautiful. Then again, you know, business through the eyes of the soul is what we're talking about. It's not not rejecting your business results and learning and growing consistently from what's manifesting in your business. And the energetic plane is the the most fun. That's kind of what we were talking about in the practices. So for me, growing your business energetically is learning how to master and create from energy, right? Manifestation. You talked about your unconscious mind and as you sleep, manifesting stuff. And it made me laugh. Yeah. Something really fun that me and my partner do before we go to bed. Obviously, it's me being like, babe, I've got a really great idea for bed conversations. He's like, here you go again. Anyway, we say three gratitudes. And then we declare what we, what we want our unconscious mind to create as we sleep. And this is what I mean about living with intention, right? And there are little tools and tricks like this. You know, I teach my clients to meditate in deep alpha and theta wave meditation. That means that you can start um, operating in your unconscious mind consciously. That's really powerful for, for energy work and, and manifestation. But for me... What's so powerful about these four pillars of business is we're not saying, oh, business strategy is better than energetics or, oh, the emotional mental work is better than blah, blah, blah. It's not this case of this hierarchy. It's like I'm going to set myself up for success by learning how to master the physical plane, my emotional mental patterns, right, understanding soul through business and also understanding energetic mastery. And I think once you learn that in business, you can take that to any area of your life, whether it's relationships or your health or, and you just start living in this more fulfilled, empowered, like, you know, my clients always say, oh my God, I've created this, you know, what else can I create? Like, I didn't know that life could be like this. And it's really exciting to give people what I feel is it's a key to their power, right? And their keys on how to operate in this world. I love that. And they are the keys within us. This are our abilities. We're not just like anything else. Some people do it naturally, but it's always good to have reinforcement, um, I think, and, you know, encouragement. And then sometimes it's being taught that, or like I was saying earlier, sometimes we start out, we have that great idea or that faith, 
you know, the trust in what we're doing. You know, our faith overcomes our fear or doubt. And then we revert. You know, it's it's very interesting. That's why I do feel support is so important that you need to have, especially the, the seven people around you, so important to reinforce those ideas because there's a lot of little doubt bubbles out there. And then a little doubt bubble can get in our little doubt bubble that can be very tiny, but that bubble attaches and makes it a bigger doubt bubble. You know, <laughs> and then we're in the, you know. So, yeah, I think things that, that, that are support and getting, you know, good information in, good understanding, um, that helps us live that better life. Because to me, that's also the proof. The proof is in the pudding. Are, is your life improving? Do you feel better? Is your life getting more enhanced? You know, that's it. If it is, then, you know, then you're on the right track. If it isn't, something's off. Hmm. Absolutely, because I if, if and, and that's the listening to your life as well, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Can you listen yes. to your life and and, and see? Because if it's improving, okay, that's good. Then that's showing you something. Um, and and again, it's the slowing down to make sure that you are listening to your life, listening to your business, listening to to whatever you're creating, because it's going to tell you a lot of information. Yeah, that's it. So that that to me, that's powerful. It's it's really about there's a lot with the listening and trusting that too trusting what you're what you're getting trusting the messages that you're getting absolutely and do you think and just cuz we just have a few more minutes but i want to touch on this tell us a little bit the the ratio between the trauma healing and our success and our and again i'm talking success definitely including monetary but other things other aspects of our life so I think trauma is so misunderstood so for me all trauma is is um, and I'm going to define this in a really really simple way there's far more to it but 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 for this you know it's it's a pattern that we've got for whatever reason that is not serving us in our life right so mm. What what do we classify as success? You said, you know, you've got the finances, but what else do people desire and what do people want? They want healthy, loving relationships. They want, you know, well-being in their body. They want to feel, you know, good in their lives. So when you actually learn to do the trauma work, all it is is having the tools and the technology to go from this is a pattern in me that is not benefiting me and I'm changing it into a pattern that does benefit me. So for me, mm. the trauma work is the core of everything. It's the core of manifestation. There's no difference for me between doing the trauma work, if you know how to do it correctly, right, and and learning how to manifest. It's how I, you know, we've talked a little bit about my story, but if I, you know, even go back, one of my greatest pain points was that my romantic relationships were was such a mess. They were so painful, right? You know, I hadn't been mirrored maybe the type of relationship that I desired and wanted from my parents. And, you know, what is trauma? Trauma is that then we go and we repeat those relationships. And it only changed, right? It only changed. I've got the most wonderful relationship right now. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful because it was so hard for me, you know, mm. <laughs> when when I was really mm. struggling in, in, in love. And, and what changed wasn't that I found the perfect person. 
it was it was that I healed myself. It was that I did the work within myself. So for, for me, learning how to do the trauma work, learning how to, to heal, it's the ultimate empowerment. And, and, and again, it goes to what my clients say, you know, when they realize they can change a pattern, maybe they start with a romantic pattern and they go to, you know, a, a, another pattern that's maybe blocking them in business or wanting to be seen or any of these things. Then you think, oh, wow, what else can I change, right? And it's this, it's this ever unfolding. Just because I'm having this conversation doesn't mean that I've stopped doing this work. Like my life is also like a prayer to this work. So yeah, yeah for me, it's the, it, it, it's the, it's the foundational piece. But maybe let's not even call it the trauma work because that can be confusing. It's like it's deciding to live a life of. 100% responsibility to everything that's mm-hmm. showing up in your life and 100% responsibility to do the healing work in order to be able to experience all of the things that yeah. you desire in life. You know, I have the belief system that everything is possible, that the possibility is infinite, right? And so it's not mm-hmm. about are things possible in our life, it's are we willing to do the work and be responsible, fully responsible, in order to become or learn to be the creators of whatever possibility we want to bring to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when we begin to understand, I mean, trauma literally means wounding. I think it's old French. Um, and so trauma is an experience. So it's not us. We go through a trauma. We have results from it or you know trauma bonding wounding but those are relating patterns that can change we can change those patterns and so i think when people begin to understand that it's it's not our it doesn't necessarily have to affect our consciousness when we become conscious of our wounding and to me living life you know life in a life enhancing or life confirming way is understanding that this is just part of life to deal with these kinds of experiences, to become conscious of where is my trauma, where is my wounding, how did that affect the way I relate, what's my pattern, because we can change our pattern and become more conscious. You know, We can have more consciousness. And to me, living consciously is just as part of brushing my teeth or working out or going for a run or a walk or swimming or cooking or eating or, you know, mm. maintaining right things in my life, this is part of it, my mental, emotional, physical, maintaining that, my health, my well-being, nurturing and caring for those experiences that I've had. Yeah, very powerful. Hannah, this has been amazing. This has been wonderful. Let us know. <laughs> We're winding out of time. Uh, let us know where we can connect with you, reach you, where people can find out more uh, information about you and uh, the work that you're sharing. So you can find me at um, the school of integrative healing dot com slash awakening. We've created a page for all of your beautiful listeners, so they've got all of the information in one space. Um, if you want to explore self-mastery with me, we've got a free course. It's around the four pillars of business. 
You can also join my free community where we do regular podcasts and there's lots of free material that you can enjoy as well. And finally, if you just want to find out more about how you can work with me, how we can serve you, all of the different programs that we have, you can book a, a free discovery call with my team on that page. So that website is theschoolofintegrativehealing.com slash awakening. And of course, come say hi on Instagram. My name is Hannah, but it's spelled J-A-N-A to confuse everyone. <laughs> um, Bartlett Alonso, and I love to hear from you guys. Drop me a message, share your aha moments, any questions that you've got. Um, I always really love to hear from you. Beautiful. All right, Hannah, it was wonderful to connect with you and share. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, share with us today. Take care. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> and I'm glad that I made it on, even though the phone was being strange. <laughs> no, that's perfect. When you go, um, Come back anytime. I loved our convo. Thank you. Talk to you later. Ciao. Ciao. All right, Soul Light, uh, you heard it. Oh, beautiful stuff. To Some people are saying in the chat the sound was down. Okay, we can always call in if the sound is down on the chat. Um, You guys, I really enjoyed this. I am going to, before I start my sessions today, I'm going to tune back in, go back in and uh, do the pick a card. It will be up tomorrow. I hope um, all of you listening will subscribe Every single one of you listeners, if every one of the listeners subscribed, that would be amazing, to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube and Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. We're going to start going live there. I've got it pegged to go um, in June. I've got to kind of get going on that. Um, yeah, and also any questions, comments, guest suggestions, topic suggestions you have, Connect with me, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, or you can always leave uh, comments on my reels um, on Insta or uh, YouTube uh, channel. If you put in the comments, I always catch those comments. And of course, if you're with Patreon, you know I'll either talk to you or see you, or you can always in the comments or message me. Um, there, anything. A lot of people do, actually, for readings. I've been messaging me in Patreon. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, um, just have a beautiful, radiant moment, whether it's day or night or in between. Pause. Try to pause more right now. Try to simplify and pause more. That seems to be the message that's coming through in a lot of different ways I'm listening to. I've been simplifying And I've been pausing more. I've had to. Otherwise, I feel like I'm going to get burnt out. So I'm going to have to to watch that. Um, Yeah, so if you're feeling stressed, find a way to pause. Put it to the side. It's not worth your mental, emotional, or physical health and spiritual health. All right, loveys. uh, Until next time, always, always, always shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. Till next time. I'm getting Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. 
for continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Oh, you love me.